This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Let's go! And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, today actually marks the uh, 125th episode of That's the Ticket. And uh, as I often say, it's great to be here. Uh, great to be here on air uh, at Free FM getting the TTTT on cool creative things happening in Kitty Kitty and beyond. Uh, episode 125 is uh, no different to usual as I welcome some local creatives to the show. Today I'm joined by uh, Glenn and Kata from Wing Valley Productions, Anaheda. Kia ora, team. Kia ora. Hello. Congrats on being uh, episode 125. Oh, Thanks, thank it's you, an honour. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, it's great to... I, I said... Today on the uh, That's the Ticket Facebook page, uh, give it a cheeky like or a follow if you don't already, fam, um, that, you know, I had Wing Valley Productions back. And I've got Wing Valley back in the sense that Glenn is here. Yes. And then, Carter, this is the first time we've hung out. Yeah. What a way to start, bro. (laughs) Um, Welcome. It's, It's great to have you on here. And I feel like I echo a lot of Hamiltonians in saying... Like, who are you? No, it's just because, <laughs> like, Anaheda, you, uh, Wing Valley, you guys have been kind of announcing the cast of the production. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Glenn. Oh, yeah, there's someone else. There's someone else. And then I'm like, who is she? Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I was working with uh, Jason, uh, who's the co-founder of um, Wing Valley Productions. And he's like, yeah, um. I'm going to send in uh, Carter and Glenn and Carter's playing the uh, title character. You're playing Anaheda in Anaheda. Yeah. No pressure, Jack. <laughs> no, not at all. But uh, I'll, I'll circle back uh, and ask some questions about the play. Uh, so, like, when is it? Where is it? What is it? How is it? Why is it not? <laughs> Uh, very good questions. Um, so, Anahira is a play about an 11-year-old boy who has run away from home. His name is Harry. Um, and Anahira is a brand-new social worker who comes into the home to support the family uh, um, while they search for Harry. Um, during her time in the home, it becomes apparent that things aren't quite what they seem. Mm. Um, and things escalate quite quickly from there. So, I can't say much more without giving away plot lines and all that sort of thing. Um, but it's a it's an intense um, emotional roller coaster um, of a show. So fair warning with that. Um, but yeah we're we're so we've got it on at Navarra Lounge um, starting tomorrow night. Um, so the eighth to the eleventh of February. Um, uh, start time seven thirty. So we've got four shows um, Two almost sold out, so make sure you get your tickets when you, uh, before they run out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a it's been a journey. 
Yeah, actually, I you know I knew that you guys were opening tomorrow. Well, I knew you were opening on the eighth of February, and then it's not until you said tomorrow, I'm like, oh gosh, tomorrow's the eighth of February, and so I'm feeling extra kind of grateful for you guys spending time with me the yeah. night before you opened. <laughs> yeah, well, we thought we'd have a relaxing chat with you rather than doing rehearsal. I Much nicer. Take that, but we are about to start rehearsal. <laughs> Hope your lines down, Cutter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. But um, okay. And correct me if I'm wrong. This is a New Zealand play. Like yes. it's it's written. What playwright's name is escaping uh, me. It's written by Emma Kinane. Yep. Um. So Wellington-based uh, playwright. I believe so. Yep. Um. And she wrote it. I think back in. Tw- 2012, 20, yeah. 2014, somewhere around there. I, I can't like remember it the exact year. something in 2015, or was that the first time it was staged? It was a finalist in the uh, Adam Play Awards. There we go. So See, we got there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so uh, it's a play that I found a few years ago um, and uh, loved it from the first time reading it and have wanted to put it on ever since. So. I mean, good on you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, again, friend of the show and co-founder of Wing Valley Productions, uh, Jason Wing, informed me that you've got you've got the playwright coming down. We do. Um, so I, in December, when we were rehearsing, I messaged uh, Emma. I found her on Facebook, stalked her a little bit and messaged her. Love that. Um, and just said, hey, uh, we're based in Hamilton. We're, we're putting Anahira on. Um it's a great play. I'm re- really enjoying directing it. Um, we were wondering if you'd be interested in coming along. Um, so I put that out to her, thinking, "Oh, you know, it'd be nice to nice to invite her." Um, you know, if it was my play, I'd want to be invited. Um, not expecting much, but she came back pretty much straight away and said, "Yes, I'd love to." Um, and so she's coming along to one of the shows. Um, which let's not say which one. Yeah. Keep, keep the anonymity. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a really cool surprise. Um, I mean, right afterwards, I was thinking to myself, "What have I done?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's it adds an extra bit of pressure. But um, yeah, like I said, if it was my play, I'd want to be. I'd I'd like to be invited. So I thought um, I'd offer her the same courtesy. Um, and we're really excited to have her there. Um, it's not often that you get the opportunity to have the playwright sitting in the room when you're when you're performing a play. Um, Legit. Yeah, um, especially in New Zealand with a lot of like overseas plays being done and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're quite honoured to, to be able to have her in, in the audience. I'm stoked for you guys to, like, if I can't be in the audience, next best thing is the playwright, <laughs> I would say. Um, okay, I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to you. I keep wanting to call you Anaheda. <laughs> that's fine. I that's who you're react playing. to that now. <laughs> um, now, again, I keep saying correct me if I'm wrong, but... The role of Anahira is played by you and then someone else is yes. played by two people? Yeah. Is, is there, like, time jump energy? Yes, okay. there is a lot of time jumping. Okay. Yeah. And it's not, like, traditional time jumping. There's a bit of confusion as to what the timelines do until you get used to how the timelines are working. Okay. Yeah. Love that for you. Do you know how they work? Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's and the audience important. will get it eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eventually. No, I vibe that. It's just a jump to the left and a step to the right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Put your hands on your hips. Um, that is a Rocky Horror <laughs> reference. Let's get back on Anahira. So, Kata, where'd you come from? 
I just crawled out of the woodwork, I swear. You, you just saw auditions and you're um, like, mine No, well. I didn't even know that this was happening. I had, This is the best origin story. Please yeah, continue. I, I, I was just hanging out at my partner's family house and okay. um, the older sister was like, hey, my friends are putting this play on. You should audition. I was like, yeah, why not? Um, because this year is my, uh, let's just try, yeah. Love that. <laughs> and I, she was like, the audition is tomorrow. Oh, my God. Show up. This is the script. Just don't worry about it. Be chill. I show up to this random person's house, sit down in his lounge, terrified, read the script. And I'm like, nah, this, is, this didn't happen. This was, it was a good experiment, but this didn't happen. And then he chose me and I don't know why. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, this, honestly, I feel like the next part of the story is you turning into like Batman or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, 100%. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm sure Glenn is glad that you took, <laughs> that it's your like, give it a try year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, um, yeah, we were blown away when Katsa auditioned. Um, her first, the first bit of audi- her audition was very nervous, yeah. and she read very fast and just was just reading off the yeah. page. And so we said, you know, just it's okay, take some deep breaths, relax. And the second part, which was a, probably a more emotional bit mm. um, of the play, um, yeah, she left the audition, and we were sitting there thinking, yeah, that's her. Love yeah. that. Yeah, it was that's incredible. I love that for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well done, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, is this like your first time doing something like this? Yeah, I've never done anything Wild. remotely close to this. Okay. At and all. How's it been going? Well, it's been going. You can be honest, Glenn's here, but just be honest. <laughs> um, I was terrified the entire time. Yeah. I'm still terrified. It's tomorrow and I'm terrified. Um, but, like, in a good way? Yeah, I'm trying to make it that way. I, um, I think. It's really fun. Mm. It is anxious, yeah. but it's really fun. The entire process, I've just had so much support through all mm. of it. And I think because I was so scared of getting it wrong, I was practicing way too much, way before anybody else was stressing out. And now everybody else is in the deep end with me. And I'm like, I'm fine. I've been here the entire time. That's the best thing about freshers, eh? As they've still got that kind of like misty glow and they're like, I'm going to learn my lines by the deadline. (laughs) Whereas the rest of us kind of old theatre hags are like, it'll happen. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's quite funny watching Cutter with her first time in a play. It reminds me a lot of myself, particularly the line learning thing. I was the same, you know, got to learn all the lines before the first get together sort of thing wow. or, you know, that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. it's been, it's been, it's been an interesting process to watch from the other side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wonder, I'm, I'm going to have to have you back on the show in like five years to see if you've still got the lines. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, I feel like in our kind of creative journeys everyone's got like at least there's a show that kind of always sticks with you that you've done Mm. and then as time passes you're just like it's just always in you the lines are always in you even though you do not need them anymore yep and Glenn's like I know which show it is (laughs) I want to ask you I'll ask you um, when we're in our song break um, (laughs) which I will uh, go for very shortly 
So I guess if this is this is the start of your creative journey, yeah, I'm looking forward to see what the future brings. Oh, same. I have no idea what is happening in the future. Um, I'm actually trying to leave the country. So. Okay. Um, but not because of how the process no, has been. Yeah, yeah. Just to clarify, yeah, I just want to get away from Glenn as fast as possible. <laughs> and that's why. No, um, it's just where my life is going at the okay. moment, and I. I definitely don't want to have this be the last time I do something like this. Yeah, not the first and last. Yeah, um, but my creative passion was always in writing. So I think okay. for a little little bits and pieces, the arts community or the writing community and the theatre community do cross paths, and so there are a lot of similarities. So I'll probably okay. find a way to wiggle my way back into your guys' side of the pool. And, <laughs> yeah. if, you, and if you don't, we'll drag you back. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just need to write something and then Glenn can be in it and uh, the tables. I mean, Glenn did not write Anahita, so it's not quite a table turn. Not quite. Yeah, Glenn knows what I write, so imagine that. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what, so, what sort of writing do you Like creative writing? Or? Uh, no, it's mainly fantasy, uh, supernatural yeah. okay. romance with a heavy dose of romance. Okay. Catch my drift. All right. No, I, I loud and clear, mate. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to break for a song. Now, <laughs> no, seriously, right on. You do you, bro. Um, and I, I try to go on theme with my playlists because uh, I'm just a lot like that. And I've picked a song. It's by a, a new Kiwi artist uh, called Alana, and the song is called Buckle In, Baby. Because as you described the play, Glenn, <laughs> it's a bit of a roller coaster. Yep. And um, audiences are going to have to buckle in, baby. Where are you? Are you even there? I guess I don't have an answer. I'm neither there nor here. I feel like an extra. In everyone's film And I'm in the backseat Don't know the car I'm in Yeah. 
Buckle Up Baby uh, by Alana, Kiwi artist, and uh, reasoning behind that song, because you kind of need to buckle up to watch Anahita, which the Wing Valley Productions have opening at Navarra Lounge uh, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday the 8th of February, and you're closing on Saturday. Yes, the 11th. The 11th. Thank you, Glenn. You're welcome. Um, (laughs) Quick maths. And uh, just, you know, on the topic of, like, buckling up, is there, like, an age restriction for the show? Um, I wouldn't necessarily put an age restriction on it. Um, There are themes of um, child abuse and neglect, um, which um, kind of, I guess, form the the central element of the show. Um, So there's no getting away from it. Um, And we do have a bit of a a warning at the start in our pre-show announcement about Mm. about the theme being addressed. Um, But I think... um, it's a show that um, can be seen by anyone who is comfortable with dealing that, with that subject matter. Um, like, my, so I've got uh, an 11 year old and a 9 year old, and they've sat in on bits and pieces of rehearsals because we yep. actually did a lot of the rehearsals at my house. Um, but I am not letting them come see the whole show. Okay. Um, just because some, some bits are a bit intense, I think for very young audiences. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 11 and 9 is quite... It's on the younger side. It is on the younger side. I would say. Because I'm young and then they're... No. <laughs> <laughs> just, just trying to, um, you know, force force my age on air as lower than everyone thinks it is. Um, no. Uh, less about me and uh, more about Anaheda. So, you know, we've, we've kind of touched on how it's quite heavy and stuff. And, Kata, you were talking about how... You know, it's been going in regards to yeah. your time in rehearsal. But like, how actually has you know the rehearsal process been going? Kata, you mentioned that it's quite a supportive environment. Yeah, 100%. with the cast. Yeah. and I mean, I guess you need that for something that's a bit heavier, eh? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah so we've we've got a really good cast. Um, we've got some people who are quite experienced with plays. We've got um, obviously Kata, who's new to this whole thing. So fresh. Um, <laughs> It's out of this world. Like a we're, newborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got an actress who's, who's done a lot of musicals but hasn't done any plays, so that's that's been an interesting journey as well. Um, we have another actress who hasn't done any theatre in 20-plus years. Okay. Um, but used to do quite a bit, so we've got a whole range. And, bit um, of a mixed bag. Yeah, absolutely. A little party mix. Um, absolutely. <laughs> no, I like that, though, because... I think it, it doesn't matter, air quotes, how much experience you have. It's just about what you've got to put in and yep. what you've got to work with and, you know, how you work together and, you know, we're all in this together. It's an inspirational quote here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like it's, it's quite nice that you've got a mixed bunch. It is, yeah, and it's been a really good group to work with. Um, yeah, it, rehearsals have been fairly relaxed in terms of... Um, well, I guess it, it comes with a kind of smaller cast of not having to um, over-plan things and being able to go with what the cast needs and wants. Mm. Um, and, I mean, each of the each of the cast have put themselves, a lot of themselves, into their characters, um, which is 
good, but we've done that obviously in a safe way because there's, there's a lot of emotional depth in there as well. Yeah, you, I feel like it's not the sort of thing where you just jump in. No, no, <laughs> uh, not not exactly. Unless you're Cutter, you just rock up to the audition. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm only kidding, mate. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely um, different different to a lot of other shows out there. Um, I mean. One thing about Wing Valley is we're trying to do shows that are thought-provoking. Well, see, I was going to say, you guys have a... There's a bit of a reoccurring theme with you guys, because last time, Kata, I'm not sure if you were aware of the last show these guys put on. Hello, man? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard. Ten points wow. to Hufflepuff. Um, I'm a Gryffindor. Are you? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm a Slytherin. Really? <laughs> that yeah, does yeah. not surprise me. Okay. <laughs> Glenn, are you a Hufflepuff? I am a Hufflepuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm wearing a Hufflepuff nice. watch. Wow. Nice. You're outnumbered, Kata. Um... Yeah. Yeah. I even have green in my hair because well, of it. <laughs> literally, like, this is radio, but, like, Cutter's whole demeanour changed when she announced she was a Slytherin. Like, she's sitting here with her arms crossed looking like Slytherin AF. No, but where was it? Where was it? Oh, I was talking about um, Pillow Man. Yeah. Which is how you got your 10 points, yeah. Slytherin. Um, yeah, bit of a reoccurring theme because similar to Anaheda, not chill. Pillow no. Man was not chill. No, no, it wasn't chill. I mean, um, it was, yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was good, but like the subject matter was not chill. It's yeah. not like no. I'm just gonna sit down, read this, and have a cup of tea. Yeah, you know? it's, it's not a, it's not a light play. Yeah, it's, you could um, argue it was suffocating. Nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it's not, uh, yeah, not not for the faint-hearted, I guess. Mm. Um, it's it is thought provoking. Pillow Man was thought provoking. This is thought provoking. We're, we're doing shows that um, have an element of you know creating discussion afterwards. Mm. Um, we noticed a lot of that with Pillow Man even before the season started. Of you know the discussion coming out of it. There was a lot of talk about that show. Yeah. before <laughs> it started, and I yeah. think I said that when I had you and Jason on yes. that the ticket. I'm like, I feel like I've just heard and seen the show everywhere, and it has not opened. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, Anahita is kind of a. I mean, as an example, we only have one trigger warning for this one, as opposed mm. to the four or five we had for yeah. Pillow Man, um, but. It's still a show that, um, I guess, gets to the heart of a lot of real issues, especially in New Zealand society at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's... Which, again, is one of the reasons I really wanted to do the play. Mm. I mean, it's... Overall, it's it's quite compelling, yeah. I think. You know, that kind of social worker perspective. Yeah. It's, it's something that you see these sorts of stories on the news and stuff. And you want to watch, but you don't get many kind of opportunities to get a bit deeper. Yeah. And, I mean, this it's not based on true events? No, it's not. Um, but it it's... So, for those who don't know, I'm a social worker. Mm. Um, that's my day job. Um, and that's one of the th reasons the play stuck out to me in the first place. I saw a social worker and it was a play, so I wanted yeah. to read it. Um and having worked in child protection, um, mm. a lot of the stuff that comes up is... The similarities are there? Very much so. Um, mm. there, there's some lines that I laugh at because I've I've heard people say the exact same thing before. <laughs> um, and then there's some things that Anahita says that, you know, are things that every social worker has wanted to say at one point or another, but has... Never you know, 
said that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Anahira does. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely very real in terms of the feelings and the emotions and the subject matter. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's a very um, raw look at some of what our society sees. Well... Tickets are available uh, now via iTicket. And as you mentioned, your last two shows are almost sold out. Yep. Mm. So get in quickly. Yes. <laughs> Very quick. Like, I'm pretty sure there's literally one night you've only got one ticket, eh? Yeah, Saturday night we've only got one ticket left. Yeah, so... Yeah. If it's not booked by the end of this episode, <laughs> then... Uh, no, let's not put that pressure. Um, <laughs> But also, like, opening night tomorrow. I'm a big fan of opening nights, personally. Yeah. Oh, I, really? I, I feel like this comes up on That's the Ticket often. You're, you're saying, oh, really, because you've got to do it. No, I mean from the audience. <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> no, I've said this a million times, but I'm going to say it again because you guys are a new audience uh, for this yarn. But I, like, everyone's, like, final night's real special because it's the last time, you know, sometimes people like to get a bit silly, you know, anything goes... I, you know, it's my last shot. Whereas, and like, it's always fun, and there's always like a certain buzz in the audience for final night. But I like opening night because there's that same buzz, but it's different. And I think it's just because I'm a selfish audience member. But I know that everyone working on that show is like, I need to do, I need to do good. <laughs> I need to like. Everyone's like, okay. You're just, just feeding super off the anxiety. On it. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. I'm a monster. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like closing nights for the cast, opening nights for the audience. Yeah, I get it. Even that. though essentially all theatre is for the audience because it's people like Carter going on stage and doing their thing for my entertainment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. But I think I'd agree with you. I think there's a lot of nervous energy on opening nights, um, yeah. whereas there's a lot of, I guess, emotional energy. Yes. Um on final nights, but it's a lot more relaxed because the cast know what they're doing and yeah. that sort of thing. I mean, hopefully they know what they're doing on opening night as yeah. well. But, you know, it's the opening night's the first time doing it in front yeah. of an audience. It's so. the first time, so you're just super, like, yeah. on it. And, I don't know, there's something magical about that f that first curtain call. Yeah. Like, the first time everyone gets to take a bow and you see the kind of relief wash <laughs> <laughs> over yeah. everyone. Um, which, you know, I'm sure you'll get tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I probably, I felt like I was going to cry. We practiced the bells for the first time last night and I was like, oh no, I'm going to cry, aren't I? <laughs> oh no. It's, it's, you know, just be chill about it. Mm. Um, I feel like if you cry, audience will cry. Audience probably already going to cry watching the play, I imagine. I, I think there'll be a few tears shed in certain moments in the play, yep. Glenn is already crying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't meant to tell anybody. No. Um, <laughs> so off topic. Uh, okay. So, I'm going to take a step away from Anaheda and go back into the realm of creative histories. Carter's was very short. Uh, she's a writer. Yeah. Um, this is her first play. Yeah. Come see how she does. Um, <laughs> Glenn, is this your first time directing for Wing Valley? For Wing Valley, it is yes. Yeah. Um, but you've done a bit of directing elsewhere. Yeah, so I've I've done uh, unsuccessful directing in terms Ooh. of the uh, the Riverly Christmas show a couple of years ago, where I was directing Back to the Eighties, um, which was too soon, Glenn. Yeah, I was heartbroken. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was so that was cancelled due to COVID about um, 
less than a month out from opening. So that was, um, yeah, devastating. I, yeah, I <laughs> um, was devastated. Everyone, everyone had put so much work into it. Um, but it was a really good experience because I got to make all my directorial stuff-ups without see people seeing them on stage. So that, <laughs> that's that, one good thing about it. How Does it count as a stuff-up if it didn't actually happen? Well, I learned from it, so I guess, I don't know. Okay. It's yeah. very self-centred, Gwen. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, So last year for Playbox, I directed um, Sherlock Holmes and the Baker Street Irregulars, which yep. was a big cast. We had about 17, I think. Yeah. And... Um, a lot of there was mostly young people, yeah. yeah, yeah, mostly young people, few adults, um, and that was an awesome experience. Um, and then in that, I also had to play two different roles because of COVID. I know I saw you on stage. Yes, the night um, I went, I was like, "Why is Glenn there?" <laughs> oh well. Which role was I in that night? Oh, uh, Watson. <laughs> Watson? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Jason, who was in the show, yeah, got, yeah, yeah. got COVID um, one week. Of, the, of our season and so I played Watson for that week and then Chris Lockley who was also in the show got COVID another week so I'm just lucky that it was two adult males who got COVID yeah um, as opposed to like one of the teenage girls because no, I you couldn't could have stepped in. well I could have tried um, <laughs> <laughs> don't know how well it would have gone um, you, you did very well thank you I enjoyed the show I'm glad I think, you enjoyed it well honestly it was pitched to me uh, friend of the family and of the show uh, Melissa Martin Booker Yes. was like, bro, come see the show. Like, it's a hoot. Like, it's just kind of ridiculous, but, like, in a positive way. Yeah. And I think she was referring to herself in her own role. Oh, her role was, was the comic relief yeah. of the whole show. It was that, great. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I went and I'm like, this isn't ridiculous. There's murder. Like, <laughs> this is important. And then Mel came on and I'm like, I see what you mean. Nah. Yeah. But she was very good. It was very good. It was very enjoyable. Thank you. Um... And great effort with the uh, rangatahi as well. Yeah, they were, they were awesome to work with. Um, very professional. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, made some kind of lifelong friendships through that show. Mm. Um, it's amazing how that happens in theatre with people of all ages. You know, yeah. you, get, you get friendships with teenagers and then with people in their 80s, 90s. Yeah. <laughs> so, Legit. Yeah. And so we've got a bit of a genre jump. If you're going from directing that to directing this. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, so like I said, this this script has been sitting on my bookshelf since 2018. Mm. Um, so five years in the making, sort of. Um, and, yeah, I'm just absolutely stoked to be able to finally get it on stage. Uh, me and you both. <laughs> All three of us, I'm sure you <laughs> <laughs> Excited. She's like, I'm excited and slightly terrified. But More terrified than excited currently. But oh, come on. We'll right. get there. We'll get there. <laughs> she's smiling as she's saying this. I just want to point out. But uh, I'm going to break for another song. Actually, a very important segment on That's the Ticket. Glenn, you'll be familiar with this. Uh, this will be new to you, Cutter. But uh, it's called Rick's Pick. So I have an Uncle Rick, and uh, basically he's a big listener of music, big listener of radio. When he found out I was starting That's the Ticket here on Free FM, he was like, OK, Hannah, I'm going to hook you up with a list, and every <laughs> week we can play Rick's Pick. And every week we have. And um, as I said with that first track I played today, I try and go on theme. And can't say there was much kind of Anahira content on Rick's list, <laughs> but... I'm going to play a song called Aubrey by Bread. The reasoning, the link back, the reason it's on theme 
is because it is a song that is a person's name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Similar I see what you did to there. Anaheda. Yeah. You know, it's a namesake song. And like it's a bop, breeder a vibe. You know, that's it's on theme. I tried. I tried, Uncle Rick. Um, but this one's for you, mate. I hope you enjoy it. This week's Rick's pick, uh, a song by Bread uh, called Aubrey. 
similar to Anahira. <laughs> well, no, it's just quite a beautiful song. It was a beautiful, beautiful song. song yeah. Beautiful play. Thank you, Uncle Rick. Um, he does my job, part of my job for me every week by making one less song for me to pick. It's a magical place to be. Highly recommend everyone getting a Rick who picks things for them in their life. Takes a lot of uncertainty <laughs> out of the I world. I can imagine. <laughs> no, it's a very privileged position to be in. But uh, for those of you just joining us, you're listening to Free FM 89.0, Independent Community Media. And I've been getting um, the tea on Anahira, which is opening, you know, in like 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, something like that. Um, yeah, running at Navarra Lounge uh, this week from Wednesday the 8th of February to Saturday the 11th of February. Uh, tickets available now via iTicket. Uh, $25 general admission. Yep. And uh, what's the show kickoff time? Uh, kickoff time is 7.30. Look at us doing sport metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> 7.30 is when... Curtains are up. Curtain up, yeah. What's the term? <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is more theatre related than kickoff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lights on, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the theatre and I'm just butchering this. Um, okay, I'm going to be a bit cheeky. And bring up some stuff that we talked about off air because I feel like it's interesting and I just want to flex it. Um, Carter, you speak five languages? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That's nice and chill. Yeah, it's my shtick. <laughs> what, did you just, like, learn one and you're like, you know what? Could do with five more. Um, more. I did the... When it comes to te reo and English, uh, mm. my parents it's Māori and then yeah. obviously have to speak English otherwise you don't get too far in this country um, <laughs> ain't it great no. <laughs> uh, uh, and so that was just like a home basis so I went to yeah. Kōngareo and um, the start of my primary school was all monolingual Māori as oh, well nice. and then um, because I'm from a Māori family my bio dad here we go is um, half Chinese okay. or half Chinese, half Malaysian. We don't actually, I don't actually know. Okay. Um, but because I wanted to acknowledge that part of my papa, I learnt Mandarin. And in high school, I had a friend who spoke Japanese and not a lot of English. And I was like, I can, it's all right. I'll, I'll pick up the pieces. And that's also how Korean happened. Okay. Yeah. That's very generous. Well. <laughs> to be like, okay, I'm just going to learn to speak. I vibe that. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I don't know, how do I put this? Like, how often does it come up? Like, is it is it quite useful to be able to switch between? Oh, yeah, especially when you like to talk about other people around people. <laughs> Bro, so slithering. <laughs> so slithering. Yeah, um, a lot of my friends already speak another language, so it's quite nice to just okay. dip in and out and, yeah. And we touched on how you do a bit of writing. Yeah. Do you write in other languages too? I have not got the vocabulary to do okay. that quite yet, but I mentioned earlier that I'm trying to go to... Uh, leave the country I'm trying to move mm. to Japan okay and that's I think would be really nice because they have a lot of um different verbs that we mm. just don't have in English that I'd love to be able to like put into juicy aspects yeah I mean actually that's what I quite enjoy about Te Reo Māori is like 
adjectives and stuff. There's just a lot yeah, more going you on. You feel it's, the it's, language. It's a beautiful language. Yeah. Whereas English, you're kind of like, it's red, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, yeah. Heck, I could talk about that all day. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then, okay. So it depends on the cards for you. Yeah. Hopefully. Because, you know, we found you in Hamilton and you're like, better yikes out of there. <laughs> no, this is the thing. I'm always stoked when I have people on That's the Ticket who are like, I'm off to do great things. And I'm like, love that for you. But also it means you can't be in things here anymore if you're <laughs> off doing those things. Glenn gets it. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, and now on the Glenn chapter, um, yes. you know I like to do this. And this is how I found out about Anaheda uh, back when I had you and Jason on uh, ahead of the Pillow Man. Yep. Taking the stage. What's next, mate? Um, if you can talk about it. Yeah, so uh, we've got uh, dates penciled in for another show at the end of this year at the Ooh. Meteor. Um, and <laughs> after saying that Wing Valley do thought-provoking shows, it's actually... Um, uh, Trail to Oregon from Starkhead, uh, the musical. You traitors, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's so sort of quite on brand for you guys to do. Like, if anyone was like someone staging Trail to Oregon by Starkhead in Hamilton, I'm like, this seems something Glenn would do. Yeah, yeah. So, are you directing? Uh, no, Jason Jason's. will be directing that. Yeah. Um, I'll be doing the behind the scenes production manager type stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a show that Jason and I have both watched and listened to and really enjoyed and we know there's a cult following in Hamilton for Starkhead shows um, and people we've talked to about it um, are fully on board with auditioning or coming along to see it or helping out in some way so um, yeah we thought we'd do something slightly more light-hearted mm. um, and see how it goes oh well I'm sure I'll get the tea close to the time absolutely um, auditions. They're not public yet, I assume. Not yet, no. We're, we're, so you wait till you get this one done before you start yeah, on the next yeah, one? We're, we're, yeah, we're going to have a little bit of a break after this one and then and then get into Trail to Oregon. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure uh, when I see, I'm going to, you know, shout it to the world on That's the Ticket. So stay tuned and actually give the Wing Valley Productions uh, page on Facebook a cheeky follow. Yep. Yeah, we're on Facebook and Instagram. So Yeah, they got yeah. good game on the gram as well. Not mad at it. <laughs> okay, now I'm just going to uh, quickly do my second segment, and equally important as Rick's pick, uh, coming upcoming events. Uh, so you guys can just listen to me talk about upcoming events. It's always quite exciting, especially because first on the list is Anaheda is running at Navarra Lounge this week, uh, running Wednesday the 8th of February to Saturday the 11th of February. Tickets are available now via iTicket at $25 a ticket. Uh, last two shows have the flames um so like just go get them now if you want them don't do it if you're driving but if you are in a safe internet connected place open your browser go to iTicket book your tickets uh show starts at 7.30pm on each of the nights elsewhere around the place uh Hamilton Arts Festival Toyota Kitty Kitty Roy is just around the corner we're in February now and uh the festival will be running throughout the city from the 24th of Feb to the 5th of March and tickets are available now via Event Finder and actually on that note this year's Hamilton Arts Festival Summer Shakespeare is uh The Taming of the Shrew which is running 
the 26th of February to the 5th of March in the Medici Court at uh, Hamilton Gardens. I'm actually going to be catching up with a couple of co-directors working on that show next week on That's the Ticket, so uh, tune in. Special shout-out to them, because they're very helpful to Anaheda. Yes, they are. Thank you. <laughs> magical ways. Uh shop Benny and Louise and um, over at the Meteor they have a tribute to Italian music with the Ensemble San, San Gennetto Grand Tour album presentation on Thursday the 16th of Feb, more info and tickets over at themeteor.co.nz and then last but not least Clarence Street Theatre have the Royal New Zealand Air Force Band and uh, they're on tour with a show at Clarence on Thursday the 23rd of February, info and tickets at clarencestreettheatre.co.nz I'll leave it there. I don't pretend to be an exclusive guide to all the cool creative happenings in Kirikiroa because there's too many. The limit does not exist, but it does exist for me talking about it on That's the Ticket because I'd run out of time. <laughs> but um, to my lovely guests, thanks for like having a yarn today. It's been great. Well, thank you. Thank it's you been great being us. here. And uh, I, honestly, I'm, I'm not going to say good luck because that's terribly bad luck. Yes. <laughs> but I, you know, I hope you break some metaphorical limbs. Um, <laughs> do you do you know the expression, or are you just like? Yeah, what? I was just I just had like like if futuristic non flashbacks could happen, that's just what happened in my brain. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. <laughs> the fear in her eyes was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like. Why is Hannah wishing that I break my legs when I just want to, like, open the show and do the season? <laughs> to be fair, you did say metaphorical. Yeah. So, you know. You know, we're saying Emotional but... legs. <laughs> yeah. Promotional, emotional legs. No, but I, I seriously, I wish you guys all the best. Thank and you. I hope, um, you know, that you get that so- those sold outs because you're so bloody close. <laughs> yep, yep, thank you. <laughs> That's what we love to plug. But um, to end the show, I've got... Uh, couple more uh new zealand well songs from new zealand artists kiwi artists i've got um aho beams by anna coddington and louis baker and then ankle deep by christabel but uh i've been hannah mooney this has been that's the ticket and um i guess i'll catch you guys next week and these two will catch you at anaheda right guys absolutely yep. <laughs> but uh matewa
more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.